Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we've got two Best Actress nominees, uh, the movies that they're in. We've got Parallel Mothers and The Lost Daughter. Yes, we have Olivia Coleman, who is nominated for Best Actress for The Lost Daughter. And we have Penelope Cruz, who is nominated for Best Actress for Parallel Mothers. Also, Jesse Buckley is nominated for Best Supporting Actress uh, oh, for oh, The really? Lost Daughter as well. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. So that's good. Um, which one do you want to start with? Um, well, I did watch The Lost Daughter first, if we wanted to start with... I, I know that you... I think you did it the other way around. You watched I Parallel did. Mothers first. Um, yeah. So, but uh, I I have The Lost Daughter IMDb page up first, so maybe we can just do that. What okay. I did not know until the end of this movie was that it was directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yes, I knew that. Yeah. I did not know that at all until it's the It's her the debut. End as well wow that's mm -hmm. amazing and she put her very own husband in it uh peter sarsgaard oh okay yep. i did not know they were together but there you go all right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i know nothing about who's married to who and who's date like I, just, <laughs> I do not know that information about any celebrity that's okay. You know, it yeah. it does not really matter. You were it was it very exciting for you to find out about uh Jesse Plemons and um Kirsten Dunst being married and getting nominated that was, at the same time. <laughs> that was that was fun to learn. <laughs> that was very yeah. fun to learn. Um but yeah, let's let's dive into the lost daughter. Um I guess very quick summary. It's about um, Olivia Coleman's character, who's a professor, mother of two daughters, um, goes on vacation. She, uh, I guess, she's to in Greece, Greece right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, going on vacation. It's the summer, um, and she just she sees this family who goes to the beach every day, and it it makes her think of her of her own daughters. She sees a a young mother uh, with a child on the beach, and she. She mem she remembers growing up or like, you know, taking care of her daughters when she was younger and kind of the the struggles and the hardships and the fun times that went that went with that. Um, obviously, a lot more happens, but we will we will delve into that. But that's a very quick, very quick summary. of what happens. Yeah. So this was also nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay because it's based off of a book. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. It it definitely is a very interesting movie. It's it's really just Olivia Coleman and then her younger self played by Jesse Buckley kind of the the really like hardships about motherhood and, and the decisions of a woman who felt like she just 
really wasn't meant to be a mom, I guess. Um, and she ended up like leaving her children for three years, as she says in the end. Yeah. Um, and it's really quite shocking because we don't really see movies from the perspective of a woman who has left her child, her children. Um, yeah, and, like, I feel like how especially that in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in movies, motherhood is always seen as this like amazing thing. You know, th- you know, kids, kids are demanding, or they're you know screaming or having tantrums. Like you see that, but a lot. Like I feel like this, this really delved into how difficult it can be to be a mother, wh- whether you're ready or not. Um, yeah, and just kind of like the mental, the mental state that you that you're kind of in. Like it just it was. It was, this movie made me so anxious, like, <laughs> like the totally. entire time, the entire yeah. time. I was so anxious, like just watching this and be like, oh my gosh. Cause I don't, I don't know what I, like, I was afraid of Jesse Buckley, like, like Jesse Buckley, like the younger, um, what was her name? Lita? Letta? Le- uh, um, yeah. Leta. Yeah. Leta. Yeah. Like her, her younger self, like just how, how frustrated she would get at her daughters. And I'm just like, oh my God, I hope like, like, you know, I, I don't, I was expecting the worst. I was like, oh my God, she's going to leave them or she's going to, she's going to hurt one of them. Or I don't even know. Like, I was just like, oh my God. That and like also this Greek family was just horrifying and terrifying. (laughs) They just were, they were like a pack of people who really were not very kind or respectful and had no, a lot we learn from we learn from the character will that this family comes every summer they they, they like mm-hmm. rent a house like a really nice mansion like on the top of the hill and they just kind of run the town like yeah it's, it's their yeah. way or the highway they kind of yeah. act like the the mob or like yeah, you know they're totally there's yeah. like don't don't fuck us over and we will fuck you up like that's how that's how they act when they come here and we don't, yeah. really, we don't really learn that until, like, later. There's there's some tense scenes where, you know, the, the mother uh, or, like, a, one of the ladies in the group kind of asks Olivia Coleman to to move because they wanted an umbrella that was, you know, all together in one group since they had a big party and it was her birthday. And they just kind of have, like, this stare down and she's like, no, I don't want to move. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Oh, my God. <laughs> they were so <sighs> scary. Yeah, she stands up to them and they really kind of backlash at her and glare at her a lot and don't want her to be around them. But she kind yeah. of gets to be friendly with Dakota Johnson's character and her her name is Nina and she yes. like Nina kind and of, Elena was like yeah, the child's the, name. The child, yeah. yeah, so it was like a very, you know, tense movie and you're also trying to figure out what Olivia Coleman like what's going on with her. Like she's very seems like very emotional about the whole mother-daughter relationship going on and she gets really attached to this doll of the little girls and it's just it's a very like well done movie because it's extremely like in touch with how you're supposed to be feeling and what Olivia Coleman is feeling at this time in the whole movie it really is like amazing how it tells that story you know yeah and not sure if it was me or or if you may maybe felt this as well but for some reason i was having a hard time like i i understood completely that olivia coleman and jesse buckley were the same people just olivia coleman was older but 
mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know if it was because, you know, she was on vacation. She was just having these memories of this, but like, or if it was just maybe the, the personality seemed a bit too different, but I was having a hard time, like, merging them together. Like, they are the same person. Like, I, mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. that they were, mm-hmm. but I just, I didn't quite believe that they were the same person. I was, I was liking seeing Jesse Buckley's uh, storyline and then seeing Olivia Coleman's storyline and seeing how they, like, cross, but it just, I don't know, I just had a hard time, I had a hard time, like, really thinking they were the same person. Well, I think because, yeah, no, I I think I agree with you. It's more like it was two parallel um, stories going on, which also kind of like mirrors our other movie that we're going to talk about. And it's really good that we put them together. But yeah, I did not know these were both about like mothers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Did did not grasp that. I totally agree with you. But I think it works because Jesse Buckley's character is going through something different than what Olivia Coleman's character is going through. So that's true. They're in different, they're in different times of their mm -hmm. life. They are essentially different people than they were. Exactly. Exactly. At the story, at the parts of their story that are being told. Right. So I think it's just more like the things that are getting brought up on this vacation are reminding her of what happened and who she is and the failings of who she is as a person and kind of like coming to grips with her own selfishness and like not um, like an acknowledging that she is like a like she just was not meant to be a mother, but she has to kind of like take that and be like a selfish person and just live her own life you know and she's alone like she went on this vacation alone and being like that's very nice but it's also just like very lonely so you're watching her and you're like is this what she you know enjoys and so she kind of has a a few connections with people like with will and with ed harris's character and even with nina Mm -hmm. yeah so like but she kind of also wants to be alone a lot of the time and she has to tell people to like back off Cause they just won't leave her alone, <laughs> you know. Yeah, everyone's very friendly. <laughs> she's just like, that's great. Like when Lyle sits down uh, with her and she's eating dinner, and she's like, "Yeah, that's great. Can I just can I can I finish my dinner now?" And he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> he like gets the picture. Yeah, just, but like people are just know. so they're like too friendly, and they're also like really rude, you know. And yeah, it's just such a like. It's such a like realistic kind of depiction of a lot of people, I think, and I think the real the real thing is just getting to know this character who you kind of hate in a lot of ways, um, because of what she does. Like she, there's no really like there's no black and white like good mother or bad mother. It's like kind of a gray area of emotions and personality and who 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 you are. You know, it's really um nuanced and interesting like i just have never seen a movie from this perspective before so that's why it's like hard for me to articulate it yeah yeah it's because like because a lot happens like you have what's having you you have what's happening presently while she's on this vacation and um and you kind of don't know how things are you you kind of learn like maybe well no because a, a like a, a a huge time frame has has happened like by the time she's on this mm-hmm. vacation and by the time we kind of finish seeing Jesse Buckley's um uh story which is I think 
the very last thing that happens is is she leaves, right? And her her husband is like, "I'm gonna take them to your mom because I can't handle this." Yeah, um, yeah. So like, and and as we're seeing, uh, Leda now, we don't know if she's still with her husband. We don't know what terms she's on with her daughters. Like, you know, yeah. she she talks about them in very loving ways to people. She talks about the hardships of 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 raising them and how she just she couldn't she could never get away from them until she mm-hmm. had her 3 years apart from them cuz the the way the situation made it sound was the husband worked a lot so he was barely home yeah um and he would kind of come back on the weekends and that would be his time to watch the girls but even then it was like kind of iffy like if he got a phone call or if he needed to work he she'd end up still just taking care of them so she really she could never step away, and they probably didn't have enough money to, you know, really afford a nanny or anything like that, or, or someone, mm-hmm. or a daycare, which that stuff is super expensive. Yeah. Um, so it's just, and, and dude, I, I really felt for Jesse Buckley. I was like, dude, this girl needs a break. <laughs> like, yeah. She the husband didn't support her enough like no, he, he they didn't see no. we didn't see any reality in which the husband was being a supportive father or, and partner to her yeah. um and it, it was like only in like small bits that we did see that but he just was kind of there and she just didn't have enough support i think that that is really the when you, when you like break it down she was just completely on her own a lot of ways and dealing with two children who are more difficult children. I mean, everybody, every child is difficult in its own way, um, but some are more difficult than others. And she had, she had very stubborn children, very difficult children in the, in the things that we saw. Um, So it was, yeah, it's like really difficult with children of that age too. And they don't get a little older so that they can kind of like reason with stuff before they're kind of, they don't really think about, what maybe their mom is going through because that's not how a child thinks. So <laughs> you just like, you know, you yeah, can't really blame really them. developed that far yet. <laughs> and they're just kind of like me, 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 me. Exactly. That, that age. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it was really not, it was really interesting kind of seeing the, the parallels between Lita and Nina, which is obviously why she mm-hmm. like gravitated towards Nina and Elena wanting yeah. to, you know, help her out. Like, you know, when Elena gets lost at the beach, um, Lita helps find her and, and bring her back, but ultimately steals the doll, which we kind of learn in the movie that um, she had had a doll similar to that, that she yeah. had given her, her girls to play with. And um, I believe Bianca had like, you know, drawn all over the doll and kind of, kind yeah. of made her, made her not uh, cute anymore. Um, she kind of messed her up and then in a, uh, Lita got a little angry and threw the doll out the window and then she broke. So like, she just didn't have this core memory of hers anymore. And so she ends mm-hmm. up taking this doll and kind of like cleaning her up, um, Elena's doll and cleaning her up and giving her new clothes. And, and I don't know why, so... but this doll just made me the most anxious. Cause I was like, girl, <sighs> it was filled her- with like that gross water and like bugs like sludge like and a worm a like, worm oh, gosh and why it, was like, the mouth even open like, i don't know and it, like well because the you you can put a little baby bottle in in it but it's usually not like a uh, it doesn't usually go to the middle of the the no. baby but this one just is probably a cheap it's a cheap doll so it's not like yeah. it's really made that well 
And so, like, it just, it also, like, filled up with water, and it was, like, just, like, gross water, and she, like, put it on her shirt, and it, like, got, like, sludge all over her shirt, and you're like, oh, just give it back. (laughs) Yeah, and then she was, like, cleaning it out, and, oh, God, it was so gross. Oh, and, yeah, and just, and then when Nina, when she finally gave it back to Nina, and Nina, like, responded like that, and then stabbed her with the hat pin. Yeah, ouch, dude, like, of course, like, it's a really thin thing, and she didn't look like she hit anything that important, but it still was bleeding, like, I was like, don't take it out, don't take it, leave it. (laughs) Yeah, like, honestly, if, like, and hat pins are really long, so if, if she had she had pushed it in any further. Like, that could have definitely punctured something and she could have, like... So, okay. So, the movie starts um, with uh, Lita kind of walking to the beach at night and she kind of... She collapses. You kind of see that she has a wound, like, yeah. on her... St- like, it was a little hard to see. I, I was like, is she bleeding? Like, uh, when the movie first started and Kimmy was like, yeah, I think she is bleeding. And then she kind of, like, she falls over. So, I totally thought that she dies in this. Um, right. But no. we kind of just yeah. find out later that she is kind of you know, passes out a little bit, um, after getting stabbed with a hat pin. Um, um, and then, and then, you know, calls, calls her, calls her children to to catch up with them after being stabbed. Who still don't really ask about her. Like every time, like the two times we had them talk to the mother, she's not asked about how she's doing. And, You know, you really, it really like kind of makes you think about the way that you interact with your family and especially your mom. And it's like, do I just talk about I know, myself? This made me want to call my, mom? my mother and be. I like, literally just talked to like, her too. Hi, how how are you? I love you. Like I, now, how whenever I call feeling? my mother and yeah. I talk to her, I always say I love you. to my mother and my father. I always say I love you at the end of my phone calls. <laughs> Well, yeah, I always I, do that, but I just want to, like, ask her how she's doing, because I feel like I only well, talk about yeah. myself whenever I, t- I talk to my mom, and that's exactly what that's exactly yeah. what happened in this movie, and, like, you know, moms are, like, we're adults, just like the people, just like her children, like, they're, they're also feeling you, things just like you, so you need to, like, talk to them, too, like, you know, it's a different yeah. relationship when you're a, a kid, but when you're an adult, yeah. like, you know, you need to, like, understand your mo- your feelings, like, to talk about them, you know? Um, yeah. It's it's interesting. Ask, ask your loved ones how they're doing. Make sure they're doing okay. Yeah. It's it's a... Oh, yeah, movies, that, like, I mean, it's just interesting. I feel like because we're not moms, it's a little bit... Uh, I bet you there's a lot of moms who watch this movie and totally understand what is going on in a, in a really nuanced way that we cannot comprehend because we have never been through that. Um, yeah. For you sure. know, similar to the, the, the bitch girl in this who was like, oh, I understand how hard it can be. And then she was in the store and Olivia Coleman's like, you don't, though, because this is your first child. You haven't had this baby yet. Like, it's not ruining your life yet. Like, you... It's just yeah, your first I, child isn't even born yet. Yeah, so how you don't know, you know, you really don't. Like you see it, but you don't know how how like Dakota Johnson is feeling, right? Um, yeah, and how yeah. frustrating it can be, and how much she, you know, like even when Jesse Buckley like goes to that like business trip and she leaves him with the nanny, and the nanny like she had done everything for the nanny. She 
get all the food together. She got all of like their information together. She did. She did everything, you know, over above and yeah. beyond for this nanny to watch the kids. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, it, yeah, like you have to think about so much, and being a mom is like so much. It's just a lot, especially today. Yeah, you know? and just the trust you have to put into others to to take care of your of your flesh and blood <laughs> of your children yeah. yeah making sure you trust someone enough like and <sighs> i know with with nannies and it could it could be a little difficult to be you know with finding the right person sure oh. yeah yeah that's that's always a thing i mean i even listened to this podcast this week it was one of my true crime podcasts and mm. one of the people is a mom and she was talking about how when you have a child your entire like all your priorities in your entire life just shift and that's not the same for everybody but it's like i think everybody takes it differently and like understands their life differently especially when you become a mom things just have a lot you just look at you look at your life you look at like danger a lot different you know um yeah yeah it's interesting um but yeah, I'm really glad that I also had the guy from Ordinary People in this. Normal People, sorry. The actor who played Will, Paul Mescal. He's mm-hmm. like really hot right now, you know. And uh, is... Oh yeah, and then Oliver Jackson Cohen. He looked familiar. The guy that played Tony. And uh, and Jack Farthing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like we've been seeing him a lot lately um, after I watched Poldark. Yeah, <laughs> that Poldark. guy's got some crazy eyes, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's really good at at playing like kind of an asshole guy, <laughs> like a villain. Sure. Um, yeah, he is. I mean, yeah. he wasn't really even an asshole in this. He was just kind of a. He That's was. True. He was just a little bit not present. You know, really not yeah. like yeah. Uh, much but of not, anything. But, but not put in the most positive. positive no, that's I definitely. True. I didn't have. I didn't have a positive uh, positive view on this guy. <laughs> No, um, and then he was in a he was in Spencer, um, oh yeah, as the husband. Yes, that was yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna make our list this year of like people in multiple movies again because that it's always like that every year where there's just a there's a handful of people who are in multiple Oscar nominated movies and you're like, how do you even how do you do this? I mean, it's like this is your year, I guess you know. <laughs> So. Yeah, just how do you have, yeah, how do you have time to to do all these things? And I just watched uh, Peter Sarsgaard in the new Batman movie. Oh, I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, I that? didn't either until I saw him. <laughs> I bet he, I bet he plays a villain. <laughs> um, don't say uh, I mean, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, don't say anything. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, we will talk about the new Batman movie on the podcast, but not till not yet. the Oscars. Yeah, it's going to have to wait. We have too, we have too much to do right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I totally didn't recognize Dakota Johnson at first because what, when we first see her, she kind of like mm-hmm. stays at a distance and you know, yeah. she's got like that jet black hair and and like she's the, she's yeah. She's tan and she's freckly and I'm just is that Dakota Johnson? <laughs> Her hair was crazy. She always doing here crazy hair. Like in Suspiria, she has like no um, bangs, and it's it's just weird. You're like you that you should have bangs. This is not this is not the the style for for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good actress, though. I, I definitely like her yeah, a lot. Yeah, I like her. Um, everything yeah. I've seen her in, I'm like, she's great. She really is. Um, but yeah, the, 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 yeah, she just, these people were a little trashy. And they just, <laughs> the way that they behaved, you're like, I just would not want to be involved with them at all. I wouldn't want to, like, They were just so obnoxious. Antagonize like, oh my them. God, we already know. We, <laughs> and, and this, and there's a scene that was, that, oh my, it brought back terrible memories. Um, oh, boy. It was, it was almost... It was almost triggering. Um, when she goes to see the, the movies. Movie. <laughs> I and know the bo- you were going to say that. <laughs> God. And, and the group of boys comes in and they're just being so obnoxious and loud. And she like goes to tell the usher and I'm like, oh, this bitch isn't going to do she's anything. She's not going to do shit. She yeah. walks in. She, she's, she flashes the flashlight a little bit. They all, they all quiet down. And, and then the second she leaves, they just start, I'm like, oh my God, you people are awful. You people are terrible. And it makes Olivia Coleman start oh. to cry. And I'm like, girl, yeah. I feel you. Like, it is so yes. aggravating. Because every time she's in some kind of moment of peace, these people come in and just, it's, and just it's, fuck it's, it up. it's fucked up. Like, they just come in and they just take everything. And they're so loud and they're so wrong. Like, and there's a, you know. It is is so uncomfortable to have your peace just ripped away from you like that, similarly to what she felt like as a mother. Like, she had some moments of peace, and then her children would just, like, jump on her, you know? And, like, just yeah, not just let her go. demand her attention. Smack and, her oh in the face God. and, like, yeah. literally hit her. And you're like, no. Like, you just... I, I felt, like, so much in this movie, and it's just, like... Yeah, I really like. I know that my children are gonna be terrors sometimes, but I, I just, it, it, it's, it's very scary. But, but you know, like you don't yeah. really know what's gonna happen. You don't really know how your kids are gonna be in every situation. And you, 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 you know, no. like you really can't. So it's. I, I was even getting scared. Like, I love my niece, but I'm like, is Jude going to be like this? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you have Maybe, to. Probably. probably. There's going to be moments where she's not, and there's going to be moments where she is. Like, that's that's yeah. a child, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's just yeah. more difficult times. And so, like I'm, I said, some kids are. scared. Some kids are not like that. Some kids literally just do what they're told, and they're quiet, and they can play on their own. Um and yeah. I really hope that my kids are like me because I played on my own a lot and I just... Yeah, as, as did I. <laughs> I think kids need to be able to play on their own. So you got to really like, you can't be giving them all of your attention all the time. But like the, there was a quote in in it that she had translated from Italian and it was like, atten- it was like they were talking about it and they were like, attention is is love. And the way that you give your attention shows how much you lo- like the way that you love. It, it was yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. But she was being very indulgent when she went and had that affair. She was being very like selfish in a lot of ways, but you couldn't fault her because it was kind of just what was led to be her choices. You know? Yeah. It, it made sense. And. Yeah, it was interesting. It was an interesting movie. Yeah, I mean, and even though an affair is, is looked down upon, she she seemed in better spirits when she would come back, like, like being able to get away 
and you know do stuff for her work and you know yeah be with someone who made her feel sexy and stuff like that she would come back and be a lot happier with her kids but Um, it is like very it's it's the dichotomy between that men like when she met the the hitchhiking couple and the father had left his three children um it you know men just it's they are just not capable of being the same way that women are because women are forced to be the caregivers because they birth the children they're the ones stuck with the children if if the dad runs off right and that's that happens way more often than women leaving way more often so it's just like you're you're seeing that and you're like there is like a very you know double standard for the way men are allowed to behave and the way that women have to be stuck with their children basically i mean it's it's like true right and a lot of for sure parents don't feel like they're stuck with their children because that's you know they're they love their children they have more matern you know maybe more maternal instincts but this particular character did not so she just (laughs) was and she had a fucked up mom too so i think it was like because of that she just had that kind of generational there wasn't really any love between her and her own mother it was difficult for her to kind of continue that line and she still loved her children but like she even said she went back to them because she was she missed them and it was always selfish for her right yeah yeah it's crazy it was good it was really good um really kind of sad that maggie gyllenhaal didn't get nominated for best director for this because i just think it was like a really good debut and also just a very well done movie um yeah for sure yeah i'm surprised too excellent directing excellent great job maggie gyllenhaal you rock great job maggie great job let's take a look at these uh plot keywords so we've got mother-daughter relationship unruly child daughter walks in on mother masturbating that happened um that's one of the that's one of them uh parent title directed by female I just clicked on the daughter walks in on mother mother masturbating one, and there's literally only one movie on here, and it is the lost daughter. Why is this? Why? <laughs> there you go. It made it made the first plot keyword. Jesus. And that's not even a that's not even a plot keyword. That's like a it's like a it's like a whole sentence. She just wanted a moment to herself. Like my goodness. Yeah. No. Don't don't get one. Don't get it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is also, I was going to say this, it's also interesting that this movie is from the perspective of the mother and not from the perspective of the child. Where, where we're watching Belfast, that movie is kind of a similar situation in terms of like the mom was forced to raise her children alone for a lot of it because the father mm-hmm. was off working a lot. And yeah. we didn't really see like, we saw the mother, we saw Katrina Balfe, but it was not from her perspective. So right. it had like a different vibe to it. And that's usually what a lot of these movies do when you're like enamored with your mother, like in other Amaldivar movies, like in yeah. the one we watched last year, um, that, that, that was like all about his mother and Penelope Cruz is in that one. Do you remember? Um, yes. Yeah, and yeah. that one that one was like another loving look at a mother from the perspective yeah. of a child um and now like that's usually kind of how it is and this was not like that like <laughs> no and no. that was great you know like we just we don't usually have this kind of perspective so yeah for sure Okay, well, this movie got an 86 Metascore, which is very high. Um, It got 48 positive reviews and three mixed reviews and, like, a bunch of 100s on here. Zero negative reviews. Very nice. Very nice. Let's go to the bottom. Okay, so let's (laughs) see. The lowest it got was a 50. Um, And let's see, which one do I want to read? I'm going to read the san francisco chronicle um still no matter how flat the lost daughter can sometimes seem there's always something to hold your attention to hold our attention the movie is never great but it's never exactly dull there's always a reason to stick around for the next scene okay i mean that's a very bad bad review (laughs) that's not very nice i mean this this movie this movie felt like it took me four hours to watch but i think that was because i was very anxious (laughs) well that's i'm gonna read the chicago sun times because that's exactly what you were feeling it says maggie gyllenhaal's the lost daughter is a chilling and unnerving psychological horror film brimming with dicey characters who are capable of deeply disturbing behavior we keep holding our breath because it feels like something awful is about to happen and our instincts might not be wrong. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. God, I was mm-hmm. so paranoid. And, like, with the whole pine cone, I was like, I was oh, going to pine somebody cone really throw... fall on her? Or yeah. someone throw it at her. Because throw it at her. Dude, I don't think a pine cone... I mean, that had to be a fucking heavy pine cone if it was going to make, like, a giant bruise on her back like that. How heavy is a pine cone? I mean, and, and where it fell, she'd have to be pretty hunched over for it to hit, like, very directly on her back. I mean, the yeah. the trees were pretty tall, and the, the pine cone could have picked up enough speed as it was falling down to hit her, like, but not in where it landed. Like, someone had to have thrown that at her. Definitely. And that was, like, what also was just the, the, the tenseness so tense. was so much so there. And it's, yeah, oh it's a God. really stressful movie. Oh my god, it's so stressful. It was very stressful. I mean, honestly, I probably wouldn't have watched this movie if if it wasn't nominated for something. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, well, I'm I'm not watching this movie. I'm not gonna put my, put myself through this mentally. 
I just, I, yeah, it's like really, you know, I'm not like a huge fan of these kind of dramas because they're just, they, they are so stressful. Yeah. <laughs> and not in like as fun as a way as like Uncut Gems, you know, because that movie is stressful as fuck. But like, it's so fun though. Like, but it's like I hilarious. Hear, I can't hear anyone say Uncut Gems. <laughs> It's so good. I fucking love it. I Uncut love that jam. we're just, I mean, Uncut any jam. moment we can talk about that movie, I, I'll take it. Like, it's just, I love it so much. I bring it's it so up constantly. I love that movie I, so much. That's true. That 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 movie put me through through horrible turmoil, but I would probably watch it again. <laughs> I would probably very much watch it again. Anka Jams. I'm going to read this 100 Globe and Mail, Okay. Okay. Um, it says yeah. the lost daughter in the lost daughter, Gyllenhaal isn't interested in judgment, only truth. Every decision she makes is exactly the right one. Her three lead actresses have never been better, and casting Buckley as the young Coleman is particularly inspired. It doesn't matter what they look like; they share a crucial essence. See, I think they looked alike. I mean, yeah, Jesse Buckley's nose is a bit more like pointed, but I mean. Mm-hmm. I I think I I think they looked enough alike to be. Um, but yeah, in uh, the Very other nice. movie that I watched of Jesse Buckley's from a couple years ago, Wild Rose, she was a a mother in that movie as well. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she had her mom to help her. Did you watch that movie? Did I end up watching that? Why do I feel her like mother I... like plays? She's kind of like the one who helps raise her child so yeah. it's a little bit different than i don't this. i don't think i i don't think i got a chance to watch it i uh, i watched yeah, it on I a plane anything <laughs> yeah yeah okay all right um, next movie we got parallel oh. mothers we did it emily we watched this oh my god do we do we just do you want to talk about do you want to talk about how we had to watch this movie first I really do. Okay, so okay. I have a VPN, and you can use a VPN to watch things in other countries, which is very helpful. So I found out that this movie, Parallel Mothers, the Amaldivar movie, is in Spain on Spanish Netflix, which is free. And I was like, great, we don't have to pay for this. But what we didn't ha- have was English subtitles. So this whole movie only had nope. Spanish subtitles. There was no option because it's in Spanish Netflix. And I mean, I feel like they should have put English subtitles on there. But who am I to say? So it's yeah, it's it's not on Netflix. They, they can do whatever they want with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna send you a picture. My, my roommate was very nicely took a picture of my setup. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a very it. ingenious. It made it very easy for me to watch. Like I was I was rolling. I don't know how. So how did you did you hold your so you, you said you stopped with the. Sorry, continue yeah. with the continue with okay. the translating. So we had to translate this movie because we don't speak Spanish. I mean, I don't, and neither do you. Even though we took like four years of Spanish, only so only we, three years of Spanish under my belt. Which is, yeah, I'm not so very good. We so there's Google Translate app, and you can just aim it at things, and it will just translate it for you automatically. And so that's what I did with my phone. I literally held it up to the movie and made sure it could read the titles, and was watching the movie through my phone. Um. I so, got about so you were halfway. holding your phone the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. I I got about halfway and my eyes started hurting because I was like, 
you know, when you're really staring at your phone, it's like right in front of your face and it's like your eyes get a little bit upset with that situation. So I literally just stopped. And for that, pretty much the last half of the movie, I watched it without the translation. And honestly, I did completely fine. I understand enough Spanish to go to get through this movie. The acting was very good. So I could just like, I didn't have a problem. I knew exactly what was going on. I don't know why. I I, I probably was would have been more confused if, if I didn't do that for the beginning because it needed to set up all this stuff that was going on. But once I knew what was going on, yeah. I was like, this is fine. Like, I don't need to um, continue to do this. But how was your setup? Yeah. So I just sent you a picture. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming when you held your phone, did you just have the entire screen in your phone as well? So you're watching the movie basically from your phone. You weren't like looking at your TV at all. Um, I was, I was kind of turning between, I would go between them because oh, go between. I had, I actually, the <clears throat> app wouldn't do it sideways like the way you have it for some reason. Maybe my app isn't updated. So I had to just kind of I hold had to, I had to upright. like, I had to turn off, um, permanent lock on my phone. Oh, um, that would make, I have that. permanent lock on my phone. I did yes, not think. I, I always have permanent lock. That. So I turned that off because yeah, I wasn't working at first and I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, so I, and then my roommate gave me the idea of using the tripod. So basically I took the phone translating app and I just aimed my phone at the bottom of my screen. So it kind of like just took the place of it. And I had it close enough to me where I could still read it while still looking up at, up at the top screen. So it kind of just covered the, the subtitles on the Netflix film and I was able to still kind of like watch both. And that made it pretty easy. Yeah, um, I'm glad. The the translation wasn't very fast. If if the sentence wasn't long enough, it mm-hmm. wouldn't bother translating. So a lot <laughs> of the short so a lot of the shorter sentences like didn't get translated. But I was I was getting the longer one and, and yeah, I, I I did not want to rely on my three years of Spanish to figure this out. Like there yeah. were when 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 the when the subtitles wouldn't translate fast enough, you know, I'd hear things like muerte and I know what that means and yeah. you know, stuff like that. So I, I could pick up on things. Um, but yeah, so that was quite, and not to mention I had to, I had to get all this set up on my desktop Mac, Mm -hmm. which is very old and very slow. So it took me a good 30 minutes to even get the movie up. Yeah. Um, this is what we do for you guys. This is, this is the dedication because it truly was so, there was so many hoops that we had to jump through to get to this movie and we did it. We watched it. And you know what? It's. And usually, if there's hoops like this, I'll just fucking rent it. Like I just I don't want to deal But it was twenty dollars on Prime Video. Like I'm not gonna rent no. that. Like no, that's, that's ridiculous. No, that's too much. Just no, watch that's it too in much. Spanish, okay. okay? This is just okay. for the acting, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was this was this was very ingenious. This was very. I'm glad you figured this all out, Alessandra. Thank you. Um, <sighs> so it is all a movie right. about Penelope Cruz and this other girl. Uh, who both have children on the same day. And this woman is like 18 years old. She's very young. Her name is Anna. Yeah, they're both in the hospital in the same room. They are roommates, yeah. both mm-hmm. prego and both give birth. Yeah. So it's just the same day doing this whole thing. Yes. And Philippe you Cruz know, is a photographer. Um, what? what yeah. I was going to say <clears throat> this whole setup, you know, to me, I was like, well, both their kids need to go into, into, uh, under, um, observation because they both had kind of like a small issues when they came out um mm-hmm. of the womb so they like 
both needed to go under observation and i was like these babies are gonna get switched aren't they do what you (laughs) i thought about it and i was like this is gonna happen and and, and it fucking happened and i was like okay well i I thought i was so smart when i when i finally figured it out Oh no! I I sensed that this was going to be the case because both of the both of the babies need to be under observation, and I was like, "There's no way that this is." Oh my god! I didn't figure it out until um, <laughs> until she had she had Arturo uh, come and yeah. uh, look at the baby, check, a, check the baby out, and he's uh-huh. like, "I don't see a resemblance here," and I was like, <gasps> so, uh. like that's, "That's when I figured it out." That's probably yeah. super late. I'm bad at picking up on things. Well, it was also, um, you had to read, and it was like, so much was going read. on in this I'm movie. also just very bad. You know, it, it it makes movies more fun for me that I can't predict things sometimes. Sure. You're so right. Like, yeah. I do not like predicting what happens in movies, and I'm like, sometimes I can't. I'm like, honestly, that's good. Yeah. That's, yeah. but, you know, truly, this movie, I did not like this movie. I really tried <laughs> so hard and I just it felt even like by the a end I opera. hated like, it. Was it. So I was like dramatic. I can't with this movie. It's it's not bad. I just don't like it. Like, you know, like there's just kind of nothing in it that's for me at all. <laughs> it was so dramatic. It felt like it felt like a soap opera. Like, yeah. I mean, I was having a good time. Like, I was yelling at the screen, being like, the babies. Well, the, when the baby died, I literally was like, oh, my, oh God, my God. What? The like, baby. I literally said that. And I was like, no way. Like, I really oh, didn't think that the baby was going to die. That was definitely a shocker. Like, yeah. And then, and then like, the one the one side storyline, which which was very nice, but just kind of fell out of place with the rest oh of God. the movie. Was, so um, weird. Was the dig site. So, was the, so was finding weird. the. Yeah. Yeah. Was finding the bodies of the people who had, who were, who were buried in unmarked graves back during like a war or something. Or like yes. A, the, I think the Spanish yeah. uh, civil war. And so like, that was great, but it just bookended the movie. Like, from the beginning, she, the reason she got with the photographer, like, she was a photographer, the reason she got with the guy is because he was, like, an archaeologist. And so, like, he was going to be able to dig this up. So she wanted yeah. to work with him, and then they had a relationship. She got pregnant. She told him that she got pregnant, and he was like, I can't be a dad right now. My wife has cancer. Like, I can't do this. And she was like, well, I'm going to have a baby. And he's like, okay. <laughs> You know, and like, sure, it's again like yeah. the dad can just not be there. That's it's not like they need him. So, uh, yeah, she she makes enough money, and she and she was ready. She was mentally prepared for this. Um, and and then yeah, and then when the girl gets involved, and then the baby dies, and then they end up getting together like for a short fling. I'm <sighs> like, I'm like, are you gonna? And then when she does the test, it makes her take the test, and I'm like, are you gonna tell her? I know. I just, she fucked up. She she fucked up. She should have just told her. And so the director, remember like the last one we watched of his, I mean, he makes good movies. The last one we watched of his was with Antonio Banderas and he was gay in that one too. Remember? And I was like, there's gotta be oh, some, yeah. there's gotta be something gay in this because I think the director, like that's his thing. Right. And I was like, it's coming. It's coming. And then they, they started making out and I was like, oh, there they are. They're too hot, I guess. To be in the same yeah, room the together first... without making out. Yeah, the fr- the first night they slept in the same bed together, I was like, how about you guys just get together, then you guys can both take care of the child. I know, that would have been better <laughs> if she didn't I lie, like, that would, you know? That would make everything, that would make everything, I mean, it makes, a, okay, it makes sense that 
you know, she obviously knew that the baby wasn't hers, but it doesn't automatically mean that it was hers until she got the test. So, like, right. it sure. makes yeah. sense that she kind of waited. Yeah. Um, to it wasn't make even that sure. long. It wasn't that long of a wait. Yeah. Yeah. But, so I mean, a, a couple of years had passed because uh, the baby, like, had super long hair. She was probably like, what, like, like I mean, that was a lot of hair on a baby. I know. She, this like, child two was... Two or three? Almost two. I think, like, honestly... Um, on a, well, she wasn't really talking, so I no, think she, she was, was like talking. maybe like a year and a half, probably. Maybe. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Dude's getting getting longer. I don't know. She just, she was she like definitely able to like walk around and stuff, but they didn't show much of her. To be honest, the only time we saw this baby is like in a bed. Like this this little like this entire existence of this child was just being put down to sleep constantly. Like that was it. Yeah. That was that was yeah. the whole movie. Or being carried. Yeah, yeah. being carried in the baby Bjorn, which, like, again, the baby honestly was too big to be carried in the baby Bjorn in the end, like, in the second half, like, when she took her away, and I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're just gonna take her? Like, it just was, it was so, um, it was like, oh, I guess this is my baby, it's mine, and I'm like, but you didn't raise this baby, like, I feel like it would be less, it would be a little bit more complicated than this, like, just because your child died doesn't mean you just get to take this other one, even though I guess it's your child, but not, it's not, though. I like, know, but but legally, the baby was, the the baby was, was Janice's. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I. I thought I I thought if anything she was just gonna leave the house and maybe think about it for a couple of days because like, it's, right. it's not it's not like Janice is gonna skip town with the baby like she told her she could have yeah. easily not told her I know like she I didn't know. she didn't have any ill like ill will like towards towards Anna like and and then we have also Anna's mom who is also kind of a bad mom in a way because she like is also selfish like she didn't she broke up with the dad and she wanted to be an actress and so she like. She wanted right. to live her own life. She wanted to be free. She didn't want to have a baby. So she left the, the daughter with the dad instead. And then when she had to take yeah. care of her own daughter, she, like, left her again. And right. it was just not, like, it was kind of an interesting, like, it, it 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 brought up a lot of themes. Like, it was definitely a very, like, thematic, you know, talking about parents and what they give you and also her obsession with this dig thing and trying to find more about her own grandfather, her own grandmother, you know, her great grandmother mm-hmm. and everything, all this kind of like yeah. family history and stuff. And, um, yeah. just right alongside this decision that she has to have this baby, um, even though it's not hers. And so it's just like, it's, it's a, there's a lot of things layered in there. And I think that that's probably why she ended up getting a nomination because she really does a good job of like, I mean, she's a very good actress, Penelope Cruz. Of course, she's going to have all this emotion about this. It's going to be very difficult for her to accept this this situation. So she kind of has to go through a lot um, in order to come to this this happy ending with everybody. It's also just, yeah, like Penelope did a really great job. But yeah, like going, going back to the story, it just, a lot of stuff happens that should have been like the, the main the main, uh, I don't know, climax of the story, but everything just, just kind it, it was anticlimactic. It was like when, mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. she found out that the baby was actually hers, you know, there yeah. was no screaming match or anything or nothing like that. And, and it doesn't mean like it had to, but it just, it all just kind of fell flat. It's like, okay, so we're just all, we're all good. Like, yeah. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really know what I was supposed to take 
from this movie. <laughs> just, it just, which is why it kind of made it feel like a soap opera to me. It's just, it just happened, and it's you just take, you just take what you get. Like I don't really, didn't really get anything from this. I know. Um, like, and then in the end, it's, it's like kind of done now. Janice can be with Arturo in the end. And he's fine, I guess, now. Yeah, like, like, he's split up with his, his wife. His wife passed or something? Does his wife pass from cancer? I think they, like, separated or something. In the, or or she died. Yeah. And and so then he's, yeah. like, free. And so then he can date her. And then they're going to have another baby. Because they slept together yeah, again. Yeah, at the end of the movie. Yeah, I saw that. That, <laughs> that she... I think I, I think the translation got like the masculine and feminine feminine stuff kind of mixed up because for the longest time yeah. I thought I thought one of the babies was a boy and one of the babies mm, no. was a girl. They would just refer saying, to them, but it would be he yeah. because that's how it yeah. works in Spanish sometimes. Yeah. yeah, as yeah, so so but she is yeah she is pregnant again by the end of the movie and uh, yeah, great great for great for Janice. <laughs> Virginia. yeah it was yeah it was a scene where, where all the people are laying in the in the ditch at the very end with... uh-huh that was interesting it was yeah i liked that aspect i i thought that the like whole parental aspect of it like following your ancestors and where they came from and how her mother was not you know single mom her grandmother's single mom because of the war and everything and like yeah like yeah, that I really that like too that really like makes sense but there really wasn't a lot of mothering in this movie. It it was more of like the conversations between the different moms, but not really like being a mom. Like I don't know. Um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, nothing. That's... <laughs> nothing was very like tense about this. Like even though some of the music made it kind of seem like it was supposed to be tense, I didn't really feel. Yeah, totally. Totally. I didn't yeah. feel all that tense watching this because everything just kind of. And the know, music fell was written place. for uh, best original score too, so it's nominated for best original oh. score. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was light. <laughs> it was light. I mean, this guy likes. You know, I just feel like he he really just. I felt like he was writing it day by day i feel like he was just like okay i want to make another movie what's it going to be about okay let's cast penelope cruz okay let's cast this other person okay this is your script today um we're filming this during the middle of covid so we can't really have a lot of locations so we're just going to do it all in like three places um and i'm just going to write the script childhood house day we we start filming (laughs) yeah the house that she ends up in at the end is supposed to be like her childhood home yeah yeah it is really nice it's very rustic And yeah. a lot le- very different from her city home in Madrid. Like, that was, like, she's art everywhere, kind of bright colors. Um, yeah. Not to mention Anna's, like, whole style was, like, really, like, 90s and um, bright yeah. poppy colors and things like that and kind of boxy outfits. Um, yeah. Yeah, really fun fashion in this. And didn't really realize how small of a person Penelope Cruz is because... She just, like, she wears these pants and stuff, and she, like, is so fashionable, but she's, like, such a small person, you know, and her yeah. head is so big. And when mm-hmm. you just see the difference between them, you're, like, her physicality in this movie is, like, probably another reason why she was nominated, because the way she carries herself, the way she, like, holds her tension in her body, you know? Yeah. It's a very interesting 
Um, yeah. Her hair was always perfect. It was always mm-hmm. just absolutely gorgeous, like constantly. I mean, this yeah. haircut and this hair is, is insane. Yeah. It's probably another reason why it felt like a soap opera because their hair, their hairstyles were, were really crazy. <laughs> like for sure, for sure. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, it was. It was, it was all right. It was, it was a good movie. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was it's good. good. It's, it's good. I just didn't like it. <laughs> it was very. It was very dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a look at these plot keywords. So we've got female lead, fashion photographer, motherhood, DNA test, bisexual. Mm-hmm. That's it. All That's right. the movie. That's and, the movie. And uh, Spanish Civil War stuff. Oh, yes. Yes. <clears throat> this movie... Uh, is a really it's according to Metascore, it has universal acclaim with an eighty-eight Metascore. It has forty-six positive reviews and no mixed or negative reviews. Wow, wow. Then how? I mean, an eighty-eight's really high, but like the lowest one is a sixty-seven. Okay, yeah, I guess I get, can, can the lowest. What's the lowest you can give? Well, but it's still green, like a sixty. Five, or is that still yellow? Sixty-five. I don't know. Interesting. It's. I mean, it's, it's got to. It's got to be close to. Like, I don't think it. I, I think a sixty is still yellow, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think either a sixty-five or a sixty-six is still green. Um. All right. Let's. I'm gonna read the the film stage. The lowest we've got here is sixty-seven. Um. There are tonal issues, awkwardly on-the-nose dialogue and plotting, the acting from leads Penelope Cruz and Milanus Smith redeems matters with their expressive emotionality and with the controlled discipline through which they put over their director's convoluted writing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, Wow. I was not expecting that sentence at the, the end. The convoluted writing. That's so funny. I mean, I feel wow. this way, David Katz. Wow. I really do. Like, it's not a bad movie. It's just so much. I didn't want to say David said I didn't say it. I didn't say it, David said. <laughs> I was just reading what David said. I'm sorry. That was that was that was such an honest reaction. I did, did had not read that previously until just now. Oh my god, it was so funny. Okay. Well. Um, I'm going to read this IGN one eighty. It says Parallel Mothers. Two from the New Yorker. I know. What, what the heck? What? Maybe one is like a, a in Spanish or something. Um, it says Parallel Mothers is a really engaging watch with plenty of unforeseen story that turns seemingly incredibly random at first, but ultimately come together in a very intentional way. Penelope Cruz gives a powerful and a beautifully relatable performance as a woman navigating some very messy life choices with wisdom and empathy. Very messy wow. life choices, yeah. <laughs> and which one was that one? What, what was that one rated? 80. Was it 80? Okay. <clears throat> Let's take a look at... we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven one hundreds. Wow. Um, Pick one, buddy. <clears throat> 
Let's see. I'm going to do the Los Angeles Times. Um, the genius of Parallel Mothers lies in the way it gathers up so many of its makers' preoccupations. The heroic fortitude of women, the tragedy, tragic absence of men, mm-hmm. and rewires them in an unexpected and entirely necessary direction. It finds Almodovar uh, doing something new by doing what he has always done well. Finding grace and beauty amid suffering and keeping memory alive. Very nice. Yeah, that's like... All of the themes of this movie, for sure. So that, you know, that's good. Like, I think that that he really did a good job with the themes and weaving them all together, uh, for sure. Yeah, he's a very good director. I I remember really liking Pain and Glory. I remember Pain and Glory being being, uh, very interesting. I think I remember, like, there being a lot of, like, psychedelic stuff kind of happening in the movie. Um, There was, like, flashbacks and stuff, too, which were interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very, very good director. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like his stuff. <clears throat> this one was just a little convoluted. <laughs> just a little convoluted. It's also, like, I don't know. I didn't really love Anna. So it was, like, difficult to... She was fine. She was just kind of meh. Like, I mean... I just didn't really like the actress very much. And I think that's just my own personal... I, that, that's how I, I feel I think the actress personally. was fine. I think it was just her character. Like, yeah. she just was... She just wasn't very interesting. Like... I don't know. I mean, sure. They didn't... Who, like, who is that interesting anyway, really? I have... I mean, no one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Right. <clears throat> well, that has been... Parallel Mothers and The Lost Daughter. Our uh, Mother's Podcast. Our Mother's Podcast. Wow. This was this was an adventure. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We're also on Amazon Music and Spotify. Um, and if you want to email us, say hello. You can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, please follow our social media. We have Twitter. At by the popcorn instagram facebook youtube just search all by the popcorn podcast um and subscribe and follow our pages uh, we also have a tiktok just search all by the popcorn and uh, look for our little logo and uh, we also have some merch so please check that out um thanks for listening goodbye bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 